What are you trying to accomplish? What would you like this video game to do? That's basically. Um, I mean, ultimately, it's to bring awareness and make people, you know, realize what's really going on in this country. There are a lot of things that are going on that are unjust. People aren't being held accountable for, and that's something that needs to change. That's something that, you know, this country stands for freedom, liberty, justice for all, and it's not happening for all them by anyone. If a dog is biting a black man, the black man should kill the dog. Whether the, the dog is a police dog, a hound dog, or any kind of dog. If a dog is sick on a black man, when that black man is doing nothing but trying to uh, take advantage of what the government says is supposed to be his, then that black man should kill that dog or any two-legged dog who sicks the dog on him. Should other black men help that particular person who was attacked? I think you'll find, sir, that there will come a time when black people wake up and become intellectually independent enough to think for themselves, as other humans are intellectually independent enough to think for themselves, then the black man will think like a black man, and he will feel for other black people. And this new thinking and feeling will cause black people to stick together. And then at that point, you'll have a situation where when you attack one black man, you are attacking all black men. And this type of black thinking will cause all black people to stick together. Our first story is going to be about the sister Breonna Taylor that was killed on March 13th. She was killed by three police officers that were executing a warrant that was on the wrong home. The officers involved were Jonathan Mattingly, Brett Hankinson, at Miles Cosgrove. While executing this search warrant, the officers never announced who they actually were. Breonna Taylor's boyfriend believing that they were being robbed, then fired at the officers, thinking that they were robbers or someone coming to harm them. During this gun exchange with bullets flying back and forth, Breonna Taylor was hit multiple times by the officers' bullets. Breonna then laid in the bed with multiple gunshot wounds with no medical treatment being given. Fast forward and Kenneth Walker is then arrested, then released for the firearm battle with the police officers. Breonna Taylor's family is awarded a large cash settlement. With the three officers involved in the incident, only one officer was charged. That officer being Brett Hankinson. He was charged with wanton endangerment. Wanton endangerment by definition explaining that a person wantonly engaged in conduct or creates a substantial danger of death or serious physical injury to another person. So with knowing all the factors that I just explained family, we have to understand that this officer wasn't even charged for the death of our sister. He was basically charged with shooting a firearm through a neighbor's wall. So it wasn't the bullets that was riddled through our sister, Brianna. It was the bullets that were riddled through a neighbor's wall that was more severe to the justice system. And you have to sit and wonder and think, what value do you really have? What value do you really see yourself as? What value do we have as people of color? When it's more important or more emphasis being drawn to a wall than a human being being murdered, now we can go back and forth on the race issue or what situations or what barriers you're gonna put up to say why this is justified. 
really can't. You have to think on the basis of what would a human being, you being a human being, not see anything wrong with this kind of behavior or this kind of action. And I'm not saying it's not happening on any sides or all sides because it's occurring everywhere. But when you look at the severity of this situation, this woman was sleeping. She was asleep. She's no longer here. But we're more concerned with the wall that was hit rather than this woman that was hit with multiple bullets. That's the anger. That's the frustration. That's where we at right now. And we have to come to some kind of understanding of what we do from here. And how do we do that? With so much that we have taken. That's the situation. That's the issue. So much that we already have taken. Where do we go from here? And you even have people like LeBron stating what he feels about the situation. And I'm going to play a clip from that. And I just want everyone to know At the end of the day There is no moral victories There is no justice In the system That is flawed We deserve better We should have better We should want better And there's nothing wrong with Hoping for better Believing in better Brianna, we love you. Kenneth, thank you. And we will continue together as a family. 
And it doesn't matter the, the, the color or the basis of it. You can be part of this family because there are people that are different colors that are part of this family, that are part of this justice that we want to have for this sister. She wouldn't die in vain. Our voices must continue. Our work must continue because that's the only way the sister can rest in peace. Our next topic is going to be on the struggle of the black father in America. There are many factors that I believe that causes the struggle for the black father to exist in America. And that's something we're going to go into, starting off with environment. A large majority of black families reside in poor communities. And these kind of communities impact the mental health of a lot of fathers just trying to survive to the day to day with their family. And I truly want to stress the word survive. That's something we have to take that factor in. Because if we don't have any kind of calm or any kind of peace or any kind of way that we're thinking of progressing rather than just surviving, those are the things that are gonna impact the father in the household with his family. Also how he views the community as well. So when you're inside and you have those kind of mindset, a simple gesture can be misconstrued into something aggressive. And that kind of behavior is not something you can turn on and off. It then seeps into your household. So interactions with other family members, children, your spouse, then gets put in the same context as if you were dealing with someone on the street. And those interactions greatly impact just trying to be a father in the home. So if the head of the household being the father is greatly impacted mentally for what he's going through, the remaining members of the household are then lost. Because without guidance, where would the family actually go? How would they move forward? How would they get themselves out of the situation that they're currently in without the head of the household being mentally strong and being able to put the family in a positive direction? So we have to take into account all these different things that's happening in this man. It's happening to this man, to his mind, to his soul, to his being. What he's seeing, what he's being valued as, what he values himself as what he needs to be to himself and also his family. This is not something that every culture is going through or every man is going through from different cultures. Now, I'm never gonna say that mental illness doesn't exist in different cultures, but the two can never compare to each other. One man is always gonna give the opportunity to get himself out of the situation and people are gonna uplift him to put him in a position to get himself out of his mental hole while another man is told to tie his boots up and get to work and that breakdown being sad but true that black man is going to tie his shoes and just work so the game never changes as long as the black body is working who cares about the mind and these kind of ideals greatly impact generations of black people with many black fathers including myself early on believing just your presence in the home being more than enough with that being totally wrong. There is no fatherhood but just existence. And that's something that I'm learning currently. And I hope a lot of black fathers learn that as well. Because we need to change the narrative. We know what it was previously. There's no black fathers in the home. There's no black fathers to take care of these kids. They're just running out on their children. So we come with the mindset believing that, hey, I'm in the home. I provide. I work. I'm good doesn't work like that that's not fatherhood that's not being a father and I'm not saying this to come down on anyone any of my black brothers that are there to try to take care of their children 
because you were never taught. If there's no one there to speak truthfully to you, to tell you how you actually need to be, or how you should be, you'll never do it. So in closing, I want to just say, I love my brothers. And for those that are in the home, that continue to be fathers, continue to do so. And those that are going to be having children and wanting to understand what they need to be doing, be there. Be there for your children. Be there for your family. Be there for your loved ones. Because people need you. So don't just be a body. Don't just exist. Be more. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the show. And I hope you all have a blessed day. If you're ever in the Connecticut area, please stop by Burgundy Books. Located at 1391 Boston Road, Old Saybrook, Connecticut. You can also find them on the web at burgundybooks.com. Our next product comes from Gym Shirt. Shirt spelled S with three H's, U-R-T. Gym Shirt has many different clothing options for inside the gym and outside in public. Gym Shirt can be found on the web at gymshirt.com. Also on Instagram at gym underscore shirt underscore merch. Our last product comes from Blunt Babes. Blunt Base has many custom as well as made-to-order trays, molds, and other smoker accessories. You can find Blunt Babes on Instagram at Blunt underscore Babes underscore Trays and on Facebook at Blunt Babe Trays.